This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. What is the proper name of a hot dog? Absolute delight. It is an absolute delight. But I'll give them my A-plus for being able to eat ice cream with chopsticks. (laughs) That's a real talent right there. I stayed five hours at a Japanese restaurant one time trying to eat soup. (laughs) Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Trivia Friday right here on American Family Radio. I'm Tim Wildman. Thanks for listening to AFR. So the band's back together here. <laughs> the Ed boys Batagli- are back in town. Ed Battagliano. Good morning, brother. Yeah, good morning. JJ Jasper. Great to be here. Hey, sometimes I start with a joke. Can I just say something quickly from a headline? Are you Co- serious or joking? <laughs> well, we're going to find out, okay. I assure you. Coast Guard <laughs> arrest a man trying to run a giant hamster wheel across the Atlantic. This fellow, Riza Bellucci, had a giant floating hamster wheel made of buoys, wire, other things, self-propelled by Bellucci running inside. Coast Guard pulled him over 70 miles east of Tybee Island in Georgia and cited him and arrested him for not having a registration. I got to say this. there I've wanted to skydive. I, I would have liked to have one time run with the Bulls in Papalona, Spain. But I this makes me feel better about myself because I have never, <laughs> ever thought about making a giant hamster wheel and getting out in the ocean yeah. with those big high waves. And running, he was seventy miles seventy miles <laughs> off the coast. Oh, he wanted to go to London, which yeah. was uh, four thousand right. miles away. That was his goal to make it to London. So, I saw that. <laughs> Did you that, really you know, see that? that? No, no, I saw that in the news a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Now, what was his last name? It's his last. It was Riza Balucci. Uh-huh. Balucci. Oh, it had to be in Florida. No, he had to be in Italian. I wasn't going to point Florida. that out. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, that's one of those good news, bad news things. If you make it 70 miles, how impressive is that? Yes. But if you've got, what is it, 4,500 miles left to go? I he would, no, been, no, it's a total. Yeah, total. He is 4,000 miles away. 4,000 miles away. Yeah. That's the know, bad news. I, I want to know how the meeting went at the Coast Guard that morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, fellows, we got, and we got this guy out there in a hamster wheel. On the giant uh, hamster wheel, just to get it. Who wants, who wants to rescue the kayaker, <laughs> and who wants to rescue that guy? Well, you know what? I got it. This is a little bit of a, I don't want to get off too much politically. You can kill a baby inside the womb. Uh, euthanasia. Hey, you want to kill yourself? Well, we'll have a doctor just to assist it. But you're going to go out there. I said, no, you can't do this. Part of me says, yeah, keep him from harming himself. But that's what America was built yeah. on, uh, engine, engineers mm. and creativity. And I, if after he, after he gets out of the Coast Guard uh, jail, sure. I'm going to watch for him in the Boston Marathon. I don't think he should have been arrested. <laughs> Let the guy go. Well, for his registration. Gotta... You don't have a registration yes. for this vessel. So Come on. Let me, let me Arnie, a little historical correction here. Uh-huh. Yes, J.J., America was built on engineers and inventors, was also built on the shoulders of not a few idiots. But lots of idiots helped build America, and this guy seems like Some one of them. Some of them were in my family. <laughs> I, have, I have a family tree, and somebody marked it through it. went through the whole thing, and then like four of them, it says idiot. 
<laughs> idiot branch. <laughs> the, the idiot branch. The idiot branch family. of the family. Yeah, I have. All right, a, I've had trivia a few Friday. Let's family. go. All right, trivia Friday. It is. We're going to ask three tri- trivia questions each. You're going to call in and ask us a, a question. So ask and answer. That's how we do this. And is this today first time callers only? No. If you've uh, you can you're eligible to call in and be on the air with us right now. If you've not been on in eight weeks, we have an eight-week waiting period between calls right now, between on-air appearances. Here's the phone number to get on the air for Trivia Friday, 888. You going to repeat that, Ed? 888-589-5898-8840. Yes, sir. And you can watch this here show if that's what you want to do. We're waving at you right now on Facebook Live. We're waving at our folks who are watching on Facebook Live. Type in Today's Issues or our own video streaming service, streaming.afa.net, streaming.afa.net. You do have to be 11 years old or older to call in. What and else? You, JJ? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, go Let's, ahead. So this is the first time in a couple of weeks we've right. been Right. We're together. a little rusty. We're a little bit clumsy. A little bit rusty. So uh, one of those nine questions is what, JJ? That's right. One of those nine questions is a mystery question. You don't know which one it is, but if you happen to land on the mystery question, answer it correctly, you'll hear this sound. Ah, the beloved cowbell. And that means you won... The uh, the mystery question, you want a nice AFR stainless steel tumbler. All right. Go ahead. All right. Here are my three questions. First, the mascot on a box of Kellogg's Corn Flakes is a rooster. What's the rooster's name? The mascot on a box of Kellogg's Corn Flakes is a rooster. What's the rooster's name? And he does have a name. I remember he'd go, it's great <laughs> cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> As a second question, in Canada, there are two national sports by official designation. Hockey is one of them. What's the other national sport of Canada? And then third uh, question, the North Pole is colder than the South Pole. Is that true or false? Here's what I've got first, a Bible question. What does the Bible say that Jesus will do if we are lukewarm? What does the Bible say that Jesus will do if we are lukewarm? Second question, name the popular TV science guy who wore the red polka dot, polka dot bow tie. Name what was the, that second word you said? <laughs> <laughs> polka huh? dot, polka dot, red, uh, polka dot bow tie. Yeah, that's a little bit of a tongue. The, the, the sharks. Yeah, the while sharks he was pushing a above a you can buggy, do it. You rubber can do it. baby buggy bumper while he was doing that. Here's the Did question you just again. Speaking tongues. Not, no, not, not this time. We need an interpreter. <laughs> Name the popular TV science guy who wore the red polka dot bow tie. And then here's my third question, true or false. Maxwell House Coffee was named after the Maxwell House Hotel in Nashville. Is that true or false? Maxwell House Coffee was named after the Maxwell House Hotel in Nashville. All right, here are my three questions. And, you know, folks, uh, we've been doing this uh, learning university for years now, and I I just feel like it's time, if we haven't already, to sort of challenge ourselves, right? 
challenge okay. our listeners. I, I don't like just easy questions. Like, okay. Well, you go ahead okay. with that trig question. But, 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 I but, agree. But, but they're within, these are questions that, that are within reason. Here's the first one. This is, uh, we're about to get into playoff season for the uh, Major League Baseball. Yes, that's right. Okay. So here's my question, a baseball question. Only four Major League Baseball players have over 700 career home runs. Only four. Only four Major League Baseball players have over 700 career home runs. Who are they? You don't well, have to I, know, I know two, but I can't think of the you other You don't have to two. name them in order. Just I want to know who the four are. Yeah, that's good. That's a great question. Okay, uh, number two. I think I asked something similar a year ago or so, but we have a lot of new listeners. I want to know who the top two best-selling fiction authors of all time are. Who are the two best-selling fiction authors of history of all time? Okay. Okay. And finally, an American question. And this is, this is, if you get this one, we're going to send you the, I'm going to go ahead and send them the travel, the AFR, okay. oh, wow. AFR stainless steel travel mug. Because this, is, this is not the mystery question. This that's is right. just a, right. an additional bonus. Right. And because of the degree of difficulty in answering okay. all this, what are the top five crops grown in the U.S.? Top five. Top five crops. Now, I'm not talking about animals. I'm talking about row crop. There you go, JJ. What are the top five uh, crops grown in the United States? I don't understand what you said about animals. animals. Well, it's not. Now you start talking about cattle. Oh, right. oh, oh not, I see. Not okay. cattle right. or Because a lot of times or, people no. say, you know, That's a crop. Yeah, I farm and, you ah, know, we've got, right. you know. Okay. I'm talking about, like JJ said, what do you call row it? Crop. Row crop. Row crop. Row crop. Row crop. All right, let's go. All right, let's go to Texas first. What do you say, boys? I'm ready. Graham is on the line. Graham, welcome to Trivia Friday. Well, thank you very much. I'm really honored to uh, be on with you guys. It's uh, As you should I've be. I've been learning a lot from you. <laughs> yes, Graham. <laughs> and we welcome you to this here uh, institution of higher learning. <laughs> Graham, what part of Texas? Well, I'm learning from you guys, and uh, I'm in Abilene. Right? Oh, yeah. In central uh, West Texas or whatever you want to call us, but God's country. Yes, absolutely. Y'all need rain, don't you? Oh, we love rain, yes. We yeah, I constantly mean, in for rain. But now if they get an inch of rain, there's going to be flooding because they don't have curbs. <laughs> they don't have curbs, and they don't have uh, – Rain uh, gutter. They don't have gutters or, or curbs on but the roads. But we have depth gauges at all the low crossings. Yes. That's good. Yes, that's right. Well, hey, Graham, ask, answer, or do both, sir? I'm going to attempt to do both. Which one do you feel good about? I think about the science guy. Here's the question. Name the popular TV science guy who wore the red polka dot bow tie. That would be uh, Bill Nye. And, uh, Whoa. Hey! Right off the top of the show. <laughs> right out of the gate. Hey, Graham, you know oh, what that? God. You know what that cowbell means? Um, I'm due for. Uh, yeah. Can I drink something besides coffee in the mug? You can. 
Yes, sir, but it has to be non-alcoholic. Oh. It's Fres- all it's all you, Brent. Absolutely, Brent. right. Yeah. Fresca. We, we like iced tea out here. Yes, iced sir. Tea is uh, our favorite drink. Yeah. You know, well, he has a debate with uh, Ken Ham. That's right. And uh, I'm a cur- I'm a curator at the Discovery Center. It's a creation museum here in Abilene, Texas. And uh, we have a DVD with Bill Nye um, debating with Ken Ham. It's quite impressive. But I have a question for you guys. Well, let me. And t- I tell you what, if you get it right, I'm a potter also. I'll send you a um, a coffee mug. How about that? Wow, we'll take that. Hey, I want to stop you, Graham, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, please stay on the line when we're through, so we can get your address to send this um, stainless steel. Tumblr, congratulations right out of the gate for getting our mystery question correct. <laughs> but listen, you talked about being that curator. Thank you for what you do. Where are you located so people in uh you know there in Abilene and in West Texas can come over and check that out? Well, we're at eight ten Butternut Street. It's right downtown Abilene. We've been there for over twenty years. I've made replicas of the Ark of the Covenant the Liberty Bell and other uh, things in our museum. We teach the God's word is true from the very beginning. When I first became a Christian, uh, I learned that the Bible was God's holy word. And I said, well, God got it right the first time. So we teach he created everything within six days. And so we teach this straight from the Bible. The Bible said it, that settled it. Amen. Wonderful. Now, what's your question for us? We're, we're ready to win, uh, win some pottery. Okay. Amen. Now, this this is a tough one for you. I'm going to read a quote from a famous um, American and see if you can name this famous American. And I'll even, if you have a trouble with it, I'll give you hints as when it was written and to whom it was written to. But I'm going to read the quote, so pay close attention to this. Here's the quote. If the French deal goes through all right, we will have no difficulty in securing all the money we need without exploiting the invention commercially or assuming any business responsibilities. It will leave us entirely free to pursue a number of scientific studies which we have heretofore carried only far enough to settle practical points. So this well, gentleman one used word, uh, your favorite One term, word really stood out, yeah. Okay, that's a, hey, would you mind reading that again? Because I know it's it's pretty early in America's history, but we're going to try to dial in on that. Read that one more time, well, please. Let me, let me, you want a hint with the date? That, w- that would be Just great. Trying to help you. Yes, sir. It was written January 10th, 1906. Okay. If the French deal goes through all right, we'll have no difficulty in securing all the money we need without exploiting the invention commercially or assuming any business responsibilities. It will leave us entirely free to pursue a number of scientific studies, which we have heretofore carried only far enough to settle practical points. Boys, I'm going to say Thomas Edison. He's talking about the invention. I don't remember when uh, Well, listen, don't underestimate Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) He had some amazing inventions. Yeah. Uh, that, well, let me get. It was written to a. Uh, it was written to an engineer who lived in Chicago, and uh, um, I could give you his name, but that would, and I could give you a reason why they were writing this gentleman. See, I'm thinking electricity or. Is Octave Chanute was the person that was that received this letter? 
Uh, that it narrows it only down. makes it more confusing. What was it? What was the man's name? Octave. 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 See, did we just did we just lose him? Something just happened. I think octave I, is one of those words that you can't say. Like, uh, go ahead. I, I don't ox- know. I don't. Have, I don't. I don't know. Well, he he's gone. I oh I, I don't no! Know. I don't know what happened there. Oh, hey. oh wait, wait. Maybe we have him back. Graham, are you there? You know what? That's uh, unfortunate. We don't know the answer. And he won. And, and he won yeah. the. Uh, hey, listen. Email us at comments at afr.net. Comments at afr.net. Remind us that you won the Tumblr from Abilene, Texas. Give us your address, and we'll send that. I don't think we knew the answer to the question. No, no, no I don't think Maybe so. Maybe he can post it on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, that'd be Just good. Just go to the Today's Issues Facebook page. I hate that. Graham, right? Graham. Yes. And, 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 From Abilene, and post Texas. the answer to the question, if you would, Brother Graham. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be curious. Next up, Ed. Okay, he's uh, Cindy Roberts is telling us he's on there. Um, but I, 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 Graham, are you there? I, I, I don't, I don't have him. We don't see him on our screen. Well, there he is now, I think. Okay. Hey, Graham. Graham, I yes. think just go ahead and give us the answer. The answer would be Wilbur Wright wrote Wil- to Octave Chanute about their invention, the Wright Flyer. Wow. Very, very wow. cool. Thank you for that. I hey. should pick up on that, that it was written in 1906, you know, of course, after they flew. That's and right. And the French, who they were dealing, working out a, uh, a contract with, that they would be willing to buy it. The U.S. Army actually turned them down at first. Okay. I should have known that. Hey, listen. All right, buddy. Hey, stay on the line so we can get your address. God bless you. Thanks for starting us out right. Absolutely. So a winner of the uh, AFR travel mug. All right. We go next to Arkansas, and Don is on the line. Don, welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning, professors. Good morning to you, sir. Where where, uh, do you live in Arkansas? Searcy. Searcy. All right. Thank you, Don, for yes, calling. Those who don't know, Cersei's the north of Little Rock, right, Don? Yes, sir, about an hour north. We get yes. a lot of calls from Cersei. Yeah. All right, uh, Don, uh, thanks for calling, my friend. Ask, answer, or both? I'd like to do both, sir. Okay, which one do you want to try to answer? Uh, JJ's question, Bible question. Here's the question. What does the Bible say that Jesus will do if we are lukewarm? Spit us out of his mouth or vomit us out. That's right. Revelation 3.16. So because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spit you out of my mouth. What if you're cold? Either one, cold or hot. If you're you're neither one, oh, if you're cold. Yeah, that's a a good question. But he certainly doesn't want us to be lukewarm. He he, He wants us to make a choice. Don't don't be on the fence. It it wasn't. Like hot for uh, on fire for Jesus or cold towards him, those were uh, extremes of uh, water that make that water useful, and so lukewarm is simply a way of saying that if you are not useful for the Lord, he'll spew you out. Well, so that's the answer to the question. That's that right. Was, uh, Straddling so, the so fence. So Don got it right. That's right. Yep. Nicely done, Don. Okay. What's your question for us? All right, I got a Andy Griffith question. 
All right, we'll give it where's up. Brother, shot. Where's Brother Burke? Can't get enough of this. <laughs> Can't get enough, man. Go, Don. I'm telling you. All right, so one character from the Andy Griffith cast guest starred on The Brady Bunch. Who was it, and what was his role? All right, okay, so on Andy Griffith's show, one of the characters there appeared on The Brady Bunch. Right. Yes, sir. Now, is this a is this yep. a, a regular character on the Mayberry on the uh, Andy Griffith? Yeah. Was it? Yes. Okay. On the Brady Bunch. The Brady okay. Bunch. Was it just a guest appearance on the Brady Bunch, or did, are you talking about a regular on the Brady Bunch as well? Uh, guest appearance. Guest hmm. appearance. I'm going to say Don Knox. Well, his name's Knox, but <laughs> if you want to go with Knox, Knox, you go with that. Don Knox, what's Knotts? That's a fort. Oh, that's where they, they store all the gold. That's where they store all the gold in Fort Don Knox. Fort Don Knox. <laughs> uh, I, listen, I, uh, I, I have I have no idea, really? uh, Don yeah, no, I know you no idea at all. <laughs> okay. We don't know. What's the answer, Don? I know. I'm going to say Don. Right. I'm going to go with JJ. Don Knox. Okay. You're wrong. It was Otis, and he played Santa Claus. Oh, he'd make a good Santa he Claus. He would make a good, as yeah. long as he wasn't drinking. Yeah, that's right. Why would he make a good Santa Claus? <laughs> he looks, you know, he looks jolly, he and his rotund. nose is already, yeah. always oh, red. Oh, already red. <laughs> He's rotund, Ed? Is that what you said? Rotund. Is that a euphemism, Ed? <laughs> It's as, that's as euphemistic as I, as I could get. Hey, Don, thank you. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening in AFR. And that's good fishing country where Don lives. Thank you, Don, for that call. You're listening to Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. Back to the phones. All right. We go to Kansas, and Kurt is on the line. Kurt, welcome to Trivia Friday. Oh, me. Thank you, guys. How are you guys doing? Uh, hey, brother Kurt, we're doing well, man. Thanks for calling. Uh, how's 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 life in Kansas today? Oh, doing good. Um, you may <clears throat> may remember I called back in June yeah. asked for prayer because I was having surgery. I was having surgery. I had my right kidney removed because I had cancer. Well, it went successful, and I'm cancer free. Wow, oh, good Amen. Praise Praise Lord. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So you had Amen. you had kidney cancer, and they removed. Your kidney the right kidney okay right okay kidney, yes. okay but you're okay today you're fine yeah. you're feeling well yep all right, brother. oh that's great god, god bless thank you uh i mean we're happy yep. for you yeah yep. what, what part of kansas Kurt? where do you live topeka oh yeah topeka. good area hey you want to ask answer yeah. or do both i just want to <clears throat> excuse me i want to answer one all right which one you feel confident about um, the Maxwell. All right. It's true or false. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. Maxwell House Coffee was named after the Maxwell House Hotel in Nashville. Is that true or false? Uh, true. It is 100% true. Really? All right. Way to go, wow. Kurt. How'd you know that, Kurt? How'd you know that, Kurt? Oh, I thought... I- I think I'd heard that back in the back in the day. Yeah. You know, hey, I, I gotta tell you, 
tell you a little backstory. It was once Nashville's largest hotel, five stories, 240 rooms. Seven presidents stayed there. Thomas Edison stayed there. Henry Ford, Buffalo Bill Cody. I stayed there. President uh, Roosevelt was there. A salesman had made some coffee. They were the first and biggest customer. President Roosevelt was drinking and, and was overheard to say, Boy, this coffee is great. He said it was good to the last drop. Wow. And they used that slogan. So there's the little backstory of how Maxwell House, House Coffee got its name. Hey, Kurt, thanks for calling. Folks, we'll be right back. When Natalia found out she was pregnant, her initial reaction was fear and anger. She didn't think she could go through with her pregnancy and had decided on abortion. By the grace of God, her partner's family was praying, and she was led to a pre-born network center. Once she saw her baby on ultrasound and heard the heartbeat, she knew that God wanted her to have her baby, and he would carry her through. Natalia chose life and has received ongoing love and support from Preborn. Because of your generous support, Preborn writes 200 stories just like these every day. $28 can be the difference between the life and death of a child. When a mother meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine connection and doubles a baby's chance at life. Let's join together and help mothers in crisis choose life. Just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, baby, or visit preborn.com. That's preborn.com. All gifts are tax deductible and 100% of your donation goes towards saving babies. It's my turn. Here is your host for My Turn, Don Wildman. In the 6th century B.C. lived a man by the name of Aesop. He was an extremely wise man in a very practical sort of way. He was a master storyteller whose stories carried with them a great principle. Many of his stories have been preserved and are circulated throughout the world to this very day. One of his stories had to do with a man who had accumulated a great deal of wealth. Instead of spending his wealth to make life more enjoyable for himself, and instead of giving his wealth away to make life more enjoyable for others, he cashed in his wealth and put it all in gold. The man took his gold and went into a forest near his home and buried it, buried it in the ground. Then each day he would walk out to where the gold was, dig it from the ground, and handle it. He would spend most of his time polishing the gold and keep it shining. After polishing the gold, he would wrap it back up, place it back in the ground, and cover it up again. Day after day, the man would go through the same routine, go to the woods, dig up the gold, polish it, look at it, admire it, and then replace it. The man was indeed proud of his wealth. One day another man heard about the gold. He hid in the woods and waited. When the rich man passed, the second man followed him at a distance. He hid himself behind a tree and watched as the miser dug up his gold, polished it, and admired it. He watched as the man placed it back into the ground. When the miser left, the second man remained, hiding behind the tree. When the miser had gone out of view, the second man went to where the gold was, dug it up, 
and placed all the gold in a bag and escaped with it. The next day, the miser made his way back to where he kept the gold buried. Upon arriving, he noticed that someone had stolen his gold. The miser began to scream at the top of his voice, Someone has stolen my gold! Someone has stolen my gold! Others who heard him screaming came running to see what the trouble was. When the miser was questioned about it, he told those who had come what had happened. One man in the crowd asked the miser what he planned to do with the gold. Do with it! Do with it! What do you mean, what had I planned to do with it? I wasn't planning to do anything with it. I was only going to keep it and admire it. Well, if that's the case, replied the other man, why don't you simply put some rocks in the hole and admire them? They will serve the same purpose. You know, money is only a means to an end, not an end in itself. You should use your money to benefit yourself and others. And if you don't plan to do that with your money, then get yourself some rocks. They aren't nearly as expensive and are a whole lot less likely to be lost or stolen. After all, rocks are as good as gold to hoard. This has been My Turn with Don Wildman, a production of the American Family Association. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not extinguish. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow weak or discouraged before he has established justice on the earth. In his law, the islands will put their hope. Isaiah 42, 3 and 4. American Family Radio. everybody to today's issue that of course is the theme from the uh, popular 60s i know nothing you know that quote do you it. just used do that, it. that's lasted t- until today yeah. for a lot of people i see nothing that was sergeant I, I, schultz sergeant schultz on hogan's heroes colonel clink hogan <laughs> that sergeant <laughs> schultz he was never taken advantage of that's good <laughs> nobody All ever right. duped him Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. We call this show Learning University. University. (laughs) That was was retarded, actually. Let's let's do that again. uh, This show is called Learning Learning University University. on American Family Radio. Tim, Ed, and JJ, we thank you for listening to AFR. We shall, at this point, repeat our questions that have heretofore gone unanswered. All right, here are my three. The mascot on a box of Kellogg's cornflakes is a rooster. What's the rooster's name? Yes, he has a name. Second question in Canada: The rooster on 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 Kellogg's cornflakes has a name. Yes. Wow. And it's I'm sorry. O s c a r. Wrong food. <laughs> you know. I have a name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, second question in Canada: There are two national sports mm-hmm. by official designation. Hockey obviously would be one. What is the other national sport of Canada? And then third question, the North Pole is colder than the South Pole. Is that true or false? Here's what I've got. 
Uh, I'm going to have to add three new ones. The first one wow. in honor of Tim Wildman is a riddle. Here's a riddle. What word becomes shorter by adding two letters to it? It's sort of a riddle. What word becomes shorter by adding two letters to it? Second question. A lot of my questions are for baby boomers. I'm going to reach out to you millennials. What is the top color on the neck of the guitar in the Guitar Hero game? What is the top color on the neck of the guitar in the Guitar Hero game? And third question, what was President Martin Van Buren's nickname? And his nickname was very, very important to our culture today. What was Martin Van Buren's nickname? All right, here are my three questions. Number one, only four Major League Baseball players have over 700 career home runs. Name them. Name the four. Number two, I want the um, top two best-selling fiction writers in history. The top two best-selling fiction writers in history. And finally, I want this one. This is for a AFR travel mug uh, we're going to send to you. If you get this right, <clears throat> what are the top five crops grown in the U.S.? In any order? Yeah, in any order. Top five crops grown in the U.S. And as J.J. said earlier, I'm talking about row crops, <clears throat> not animals. Okay. Not livestock. Right, right. Uh, you don't. You don't talk to these. <laughs> like you do animals. Now, they say it's healthy to talk to plants. Plant, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, it is for the plants. Yeah. Maybe, it's, or it's maybe. Not healthy. <laughs> it's not healthy for the person. Yeah. But. Yeah. Maybe have Well, a, if you're going to talk to these these crops, don't let anybody see you. Yeah. Or you can it. just have a radio out there where you don't have to always be there because that gets to be a burden. Yeah. And you put a little polka music on and let that play. Uh, you talk about having a bumper crop, it will happen, my friend. Polka. <laughs> so you start talking to these crops, you know, and somebody drives by and sees you, that's that's how rumors get started right there. <laughs> that's you know what I'm saying? And in that case, I'm not sure it's just rumors. Well, duly noted. Duly noted. <laughs> let's go back to the phone. All right. Let's go to Louisiana, and David is on the line. David, welcome to Trivia Friday. Uh, good morning, Professor. Hey, Brother David. Thanks for calling. Yes. Hey, how are y'all? Yes. Doing, doing how are well. Y'all? Doing well. Where do you live in uh, Louisiana? Lake Charles. Okay. Good area. Awesome. Like no hurricanes yeah. this week, right? <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, not. <laughs> uh, All right. So, so uh, David. So, David, for those yeah. uh, newbies, anybody that's not from Louisiana, and we're talking. Boudin, Etouffee, Gumbo. What am I leaving out? What are you guys really known for that people absolutely need to come to Louisiana and eat? Well, Gumbo is probably our number one, but Jambalaya, ooh, that's good. Yes, that is good. All right, you want to ask, answer, or do both? Just answer. All right, which one you want to answer? Uh, which pole is colder? All right, David, here it is. The North Pole is colder than the South Pole. Is that true or false? False. 
That is correct. The South wow. Pole is colder than the North Pole. How'd you know that, David? I, it was a trivia question I had. Where was the coldest recorded temperature? And it was in the South Pole, so I'm just... All right. Yeah. What, 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 what is the coldest reported temperature? Oh, I can't remember now. No, it's really cold. Now you're like leaving us hanging. No, well, we'll, we'll find it. That's, that's good. <laughs> I, 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 hold on, David. Don't. don't uh, that's uh, just for fun. Before anybody looks it up, that's that's all guess. Whoever gets closer, I'm gonna say eighty uh, below. Gets, uh, whoever gets closer gets my eyeglasses. <laughs> oh wow okay. i'm gonna go no, I, no, I need really. a spare pair of glasses well, I mean, I, i'm gonna say I'm gonna, that's 80? how confident i am i'm gonna get it right okay. i'm gonna say 80. 140 below i'm going i'm going that's moon stuff there, <laughs> yeah you're not moon, wait, we're dark talk, side of the hey moon. we're talking about this planet Ed. <laughs> we're talking about earth planet earth uh, I, i'm gonna say below uh, all right, don't, 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 i'm gonna say i'm gonna say 83 degrees below uh, below zero Fahrenheit. Eight. Now, I don't know if this is wind chill. I'm just taking straight. Right, that's straight right. I'm going to say yeah. 83, minus 83 degrees Fahrenheit. And I say minus What would you say, Ed? I say minus 140. Yeah. Now, what, what? David, we're going to let you have a guess if you for Tim's Tim's glasses. Yeah, <laughs> my glasses. Uh, what's your, what's your well, guess? No, I'm looking at it on Google. So I'm oh, yeah. No, no. Okay. Count. Hey, all right. All right, buddy. Adam, hey, thanks Adam, for listening to AFR. Well, hey, Adam Suddeth has looked Thank it up. Right? Wait, wait, JJ, I didn't get a guess from you. Yeah, he got eight. Yeah, minus I said 80. 80. I was the first one to guess. Okay. 80? 80. Okay. Minus 80. Okay. Uh, all right. David. He, he only he's, was going to. He's gonna, listening. Yeah, but he was only going to oh, okay. uh, ask. Right. He didn't. Hey, thanks, David. You can listen uh, on your on your radio, uh, yeah. and you'll get the answer to this question. I mean, he, yeah, he just wanted to answer. Thanks, David. All right, Adams. Adam. Adam, Adam Sutter, <coughs> our producer. Today. Come on, Adam. I'm about to get me a pair of glasses, <laughs> spare glasses. I think it's actually going to be Ed. Uh because are y'all talking about Celsius or no, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit? We're this American. American. This is American, bro. Negative one twenty eight point six. Ready to go, Ed? Yeah, go Ready ahead. Go. Mock, mock away. Wait, no, so, so, so Ed, Ed said one hundred forty degrees Fahrenheit minus one hundred forty degrees Fahrenheit. That is if, below. If if we'd gone Celsius, you would have gotten it because it's okay, negative eighty nine point two. So it's what now? Okay, so Celsius. wow, so the is that just straight up? That's not wind chill factor, nothing like that, right? Okay, hundred forty degrees no, below zero minus twenty eight. One twenty eight was act. I was oh, closer. Yeah, yeah. One twenty eight. That's uh, brutal. July twenty first, nineteen eighty three. In July, wow. Of course, in the southern hemisphere, it's yeah, the seasons true. are reversed. That's right. That's true. <clears throat> but how long can, can you go out there? No. Can you see your breath? <laughs> you can see your breath one time in the two seconds one before time. you die, probably <laughs> before you become a human popsicle. <laughs> hey, look! I can see my. <laughs> oh man! All right. That's so a... I win the glasses, right? Yeah, yeah you, you did. Here you go, man. Right. I'll tell you what. You use them as long as you want. You mean just keep them? Yeah, you but use... know that they're his. You get to use them. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Or rent them from him. Well. <laughs> All right, so back to the phones. All right, we go to Texas. No, we don't. Really? We do. We go to Texas, and uh-huh. Ellie is on the line. May? And Ellie, not Ellie May, as far as I know, uh, and Ellie is 11 years old. Ellie, welcome to Trivia Friday. 
Hi. Hi, Ellie. Your middle name's not May, is it? Ellie May? No, it's Grace. Ellie like Grace. That. That's, Ellie that's Grace. A beautiful name. Beautiful name. Yeah. Where are you calling from, Ellie? Um, McGregor, same as last time. <laughs> I oh, think, okay. yeah, I do remember you being on. And I remember you being sweet and bubbly, uh, having a good personality. Ellie, you want to ask answer or do both? I'd like to do both, please. Okay, which one you want to answer? Um, the one about the Canada top sports. Okay, uh, Ellie, by the way, for 11 years old, she sounds like she's 15 or 16. I know it. She sounds right. smart and just real confident. Ellie, here's the question. In Canada, there are two national sports by official designation. Hockey is one. What is the other national sport of Canada? Lacrosse. Lacrosse oh, is correct. That. Yep. Now, you're talking about national what did you call that? The, uh, the na- they're national sports. Yeah, so the, those are the registered, sanctioned ones. So all the rest of them are just rogue? I mean, we just <laughs> no. have all the other ones are non-union? No, what are we talking about No, here? it's just like the national flower. and the. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. National song. I was going to guess uh, yeah. that shuffleboard on ice thing. Yes, curling. 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 Yeah, that's an exciting well, Adam, sport. Adam Suddeth asked during the break if that was yeah. curling, true. Curling. You know what? I cannot. I can hardly watch that because I chew my fingernails down to the quick, and <laughs> it's, it's just so thrilling. Oh, I'm on the edge of my Are seat. Are you talking about the curling? curling. Yeah. Yes, I've never seen anything more exciting. <laughs> well, I went to a worm wrestling right <laughs> once, and that was pretty exciting. Eleven o'clock as well. ESPN Saturday night. You can get all you want. Yeah. You got to right really there. be at the bottom yeah. of the barrel. You get on the channel and watch that paint dry. Yes. Man, that'll take your breath. And then you go over and watch that curling. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Ellie, uh, great answer. How, uh, how did, did you know that? Did you look it up? Somebody tell you, or you lived in Canada? Um, I've never lived in Canada, uh, but my mom told me because she looked it up. Oh, gotcha. that's good so research. Right. Yeah. All right. So we're ready for your question, Ellie. Ellie Grace. Okay. What are rain boots called in England? Rain boots. What are rain boots. boots called in England? I know your hood on your car is called a bonnet, and the trunk is called a boot. But uh, okay. what, are what are rain boots? And petrol. Rain boots. Petrol rain is what you get cold. instead of gasoline. Uh, but rain boots. Are we embarrassing you, Ed? Where uh, the Beatles, where they live. <laughs> no. Rain, rain boots. boots. Aren't they called sloshers? Let's go with sloshers. Uh, we'll go with sloshers. Mm-hmm. And no, as far as I know, no. But they are called wellies or welly boots. Wellies? Huh. Okay, Adam, look up sloshers uh, <laughs> on Google here. I, I, I think I, sloshers I, are I think, a type you know, of line dancer. I think Ellie, <laughs> I'm not saying Ellie, uh, I'm not disputing Ellie's answer. She's. I'm just wanting to know where I got sloshers from. There well, sloshers, go. I think, are what they call people who drink too much at the pub. <laughs> hey, Ellie, my little boy, Bodie, watches Peppa the Pig uh, he binge watches it, and he watches it so much that when we have uh, tomatoes, he'll go, oh, good, mom, well, you've got mom. T- tomatoes. And we go, hey, dude, you got to cut that out. This is America. But he it, that's ex- what he calls a tomato 100% Nothing. of the time is a tomato. Tomato. Nothing. Yeah. Let's tomatoes. Get on, let's, oh, we're in a hotel. Let's get on the lift. Get on Slushes. the telly. All I can say is a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go yes, down. Does, That's right. Brother. All right, what did what'd you find? Uh, Sloshers. Adam? Sloshers. It's Slushers. a one horse down from a Clydesdale. It's, it, it doesn't really exist, does yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, 
it does, but I'm trying to figure out what country. <laughs> I mean, what does it, it say? It's in the South it, Pole. I mean, it just talks about like I looked up one that, and it says girls wear waterproof rain boots, rain sloshers. Oh. So it may be more of what? American rain uh, sloshers. Rain yeah. sloshers. Tim, you were onto something. American right boots, but so, not not British. But sloshers. That so that does mean. Rain boots. Yes. Tied to rain yeah. boots. Look but at we you. don't know. Well, oh, maybe later good. in the show yeah. we'll be able to figure out yeah. what country that is. So y'all have never heard that? No, no I've heard never sloshers. had. No. Okay. I've heard of sloshing around in the rain, though. Maybe that's where it came from. Yeah. Right. Sloshing All right, trivia Friday. Is that, uh, hey, see, Ellie, thanks, Ellie. Thanks, Thank you so Ellie. much, uh, and uh, have a great weekend. All right. You're listening to Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. Tim, Ed, and JJ, we thank you for listening. Hey, if you want to listen to past trivia shows – you're traveling, you just want to have some fun listening to the past trivia shows. We got a, a slosher full of them. <laughs> if you go to if, if you go to AFR.net, AFR.net, click on today uh Trivia Friday podcast. We go back a year or so. I don't know. You can listen to a lot of them. Go ahead. And you were also saying thank you for listening. Um our Sherathon, Fall Sherathon mm-hmm. is coming up October the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, two mm-hmm. times a year. Three days in the spring, three days in the fall. We simply remind you that we're listener-supported. We don't get tax money. We don't get government grants. And we truly, sincerely rely on your generosity, uh, your faithfulness, and God's goodness. So a little plug there. Please pray for a successful share right around Amen. the corner, October the 10th, 11th, and 12th. And we thank you in advance for your love, prayers, and support of AFA and AFR. Amen. Give your question. questions. Do questions again? Okay. Uh, I'll have to add a couple. Uh, the mascot on a box of Kellogg's Corn Flakes is a rooster. What is the rooster's name? Uh, someone mentioned curling, so I'm going to throw a curling question in. You guys didn't know I had one Do of those. It, Ed. Which country originated the sport of curling or invented the sport of curling? Are they and- proud of that? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. But uh, And then this one's probably pretty easy. What is the colloquial term for a rotating tray often placed on a table to aid in distributing food? You've seen them before. They go around yeah, and around. Ooh, ooh, so, ooh, Mr. Cotta. <laughs> what is the that name? answer? What is the name of that? That's all I've got. Here's what I've got. That's sort of a riddle uh, in honor of my friend Tim Wildman. What word actually becomes shorter by adding two letters to it? What word becomes shorter by adding two letters to it second question reach out to you millennials what is the top color on the neck of the guitar in the guitar hero game what is the top color on the neck of the guitar in the guitar hero game the white what guitar i'm saying guitar a lot all right guitar all right then third question what was Martin Van Buren's nickname. What was oh, Martin. Martin Van Buren's nickname? Marty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so my turn. It's your turn. Okay. It's your turn. It's my turn. All right. So uh, first question I have this, uh, we're about to get into uh, Major League Baseball playoff season. Thus the baseball question. There we go. Uh, I, there are four uh, Major League Baseball players in history. That have over seven hundred career home runs. Name them. Who are they? Uh, number two. I want to you to name for me the top two best-selling 
fiction writers in history. Top two. Hey, can I ask for a little hint for our listeners? Are they in this country, or are you not going to give that hint? I don't know where they're buried. No, <laughs> no, where are, not where they're buried. Where are they from? Because you have these people in oh, okay. London, you have oh, okay. people in America. I, well, that, that is, okay, I'll give you a hint. These are two the, uh, British. Okay. Both are British. All right. So, so they could have been sloshing around hey, one day and then went back to their flat around. and said, I'm going to write down some words that are going to be famous for, yes. for all time. Yes, and boy, sir. isn't it cold in here, according to Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a spot of tea, and I'm opening up the bonnet on my car and get my writing tablet out, get on the lift and go right up to my flat. <laughs> all right, my, my last question, and this is for a free AFR travel mug which we'll send you uh and just be just just so you'll know this is uh not stainless steel it's stained steel stained <laughs> we pre-stained them yes yeah right everybody's got stainless steel right <laughs> but only here can you get a stained steel yes afr travel mug pre-stained so, by, uh, so by the I mean, coffee of of af afa uh employees compliments up yeah. all right so we're going to send you this uh travel mug okay this is very valuable okay we're going to send that to you if you can name for me what are the top five crops in the united states you travel this great land of ours these are the top five crops and you don't have to name them in order i just want to know what they are and that's for a travel mug that's it's this is a Degree of difficulty question. Okay. And these are cash crops. They're not giving this stuff away for free. <laughs> no, they're it's, not. So you just be thinking cash crops. Cash crops. Row crop. You call them row crops? Yeah, well, row crop, I guess, to distinguish between yeah. cattle. Because like yeah. people say, what kind of farming, what kind of crop? Well, we got cattle. No, I'm not talking animals here. I'm talking about, mm, you know. Uh, plants. Plants. All right, let's go in. All right, we go to Mo, Missouri, Missouri, and Elizabeth is on the line. Elizabeth, welcome to Trivia Friday. How you doing, Elizabeth? Thank you. I'm doing fine. Hey, where do you live in Missouri? Southeast, about three miles from the river. To make Cape Girardeau or, or south of there? Between Sykeston and Cape Girardeau. Yeah, you ever been there? It's Sykeston. I know you have. Where they have those, they throw those rolls. Lamberts. Oh yes, that's fun. You know that's good yeah. eating if I, you don't get hit in the side of the head too many times because that kind of throws you off. I did. <laughs> did you, you did get hit? Really? Right on the left. <laughs> part of it went below my ear or above my ear, and part of it fell somewhere else. Girl, you got hey, to keep your head on a swivel. Listen, for when people you're around in there. the country who don't know what we're talking about, there's a restaurant in Sykeston, Missouri, on I-55 called Lambert's. Famous, famous, and they th- and they throw rolls at you or to you from across the room, and and that's no from jo- across yeah. the room. That's no joke. Ed and I, I was speaking to a pregnancy resource center banquet there. They took me to Lambert's. You and I were having this conversation. It's that they're not like throwing them. And I, that was the first time I'd ever been, maybe many years ago. They're drawing back and throwing across the whole restaurant. And I mean, they're, yeah, they, they got, also have a place uh, down around Gulf Shores down there. Where they do same, that. Same restaurant. Same, same, same restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, Elizabeth, thanks for calling. Ask, answer, or both? Well, I'm going to ask one, but it's going to be real easy. 
because um, I, I can't remember my difficult one. I, I had another one, but I'm not real sure about the answer. Well, listen, let's, let, let us be the judge of real easy here because that, <laughs> that, that, that's how people okay. set you up to look like a dummy right there. I'm about to ask you a real easy question, and if you don't get it, what does that say about you? Oh, that's, that's good. That's, that's what... That's the answer. It is. It can be a setup. Yeah, and then, Elizabeth, uh, before you uh, do that, I, I'm glad that you're able to mention about getting hit in the side of the head because there's probably a lot you can't say until after the trial. <laughs> <laughs> and All they're right. hot. They are right. yeah, hot. Yes. That. And they're delicious. Go yeah. ahead, Elizabeth. What's your question? Okay. What area of the country is referred to as flyover country? Okay, I've got this one. Yeah. It's anywhere where there's not a major city, just out there and just grasslands. No, no, I, I, no. I know the Wait, answer. Well, I, I know knows. the answer. Okay, okay. Uh, the land, uh, the land. Unless it's a trick question, it's the land between New York and L.A. <laughs> got to be more specific. Well, I was going to say the, the uh, in between the East Coast and the West Coast. All right, you want to be, be, be more specific? Of that easy question. All right. <laughs> Elizabethtown, New Jersey. <laughs> between Elizabethtown, New Jersey, and uh, the neighborhood is known as uh, Yates Acres. Okay. And then if you go west, excuse me, I'm, I'm answering the question. I'm thinking it's uh, Midwest. I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah. kidding. All right, kidding. Elizabeth, what's the answer? It's the Midwest. Because the people on the west and the people on the east think they're hot stuff, and they think the ones in the middle are not. <laughs> That's right. They don't think we count. All right, so they fly over. Fly over us, and fly they're not even us. stopping, right. except yeah. during but without, election uh, year. The problem is, Elizabeth, without you, they wouldn't be eating. Without, Amen. Without flyover country, That's they wouldn't right. be eating. That's, That's right. right. And don't complain when your mouth's full. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> is that what your parents told okay, you? I, guess, I think um, I saw it on the bumper sticker of a tractor. Go ahead, Elizabeth. You no, know, we've got a we we have bumper stickers here that say "No farmers, no food." Good, good point. That's true. <laughs> uh, good point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll answer um, English question literature. All right. Uh, so we're going in reverse. Here. Yeah. Okay. Doing. Okay. So the question uh, you're going to answer, Elizabeth, is this: I want to know the top two best-selling fiction authors of all time. Mm-hmm. What, what, who are they? Right. And each one of them, they said, sold two billion of wow. them. And the first is William Shakespeare. Yes. And Agatha Christie. Yes. Wow. wow. Right. Right. Nice. So J.K. Rowling's not even thinking. close, huh? Uh, I was thinking it was okay. the uh, witches and all the... That Elizabeth... Thing. Uh, that's did she win anything? Or, no, no. Okay. We're just thank yeah, you, Elizabeth. Yeah, thank you, Elizabeth. William Shakespeare is listed as number one in terms of best-selling fiction authors of all time, and Agatha Christie is right there with him. Wow, um, I wouldn't have thought of Agatha Christie. My my wife loves right, and I'm impressed she, that William Shakespeare could be such a prolific writer and be on TV with Star Trek <laughs> to be able to do all that at the same time. How well, impressive. And live generations, you know, <laughs> just his lifespan over time. Uh, J.K. Rowling is number uh, two, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wow. Eight. Number eight, uh, J.K. Rowling. Uh, so she's top ten all time. Not yep. too shabby. We'll be back in a minute, uh, a couple of minutes. 